Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of I Have No Idea What I'm Doing. I'm your host, Mackenzie. And today we are joined by our first guest host of the year. Carlo, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Carlo Trevecco. Joining my friend Mackenzie on this episode of this podcast. And um, I feel like we're going to have a pretty good episode. So uh, I'm going to give it back to you, Kenzie. Go ahead. Okay. All right. We're so excited to have you. Carlo and I know each other since like middle school. So we go way back, like chiropractic, as they say. <laughs> um, okay. So, guys, this episode, we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So, let's go ahead and get into it. So, first, you know, we always start off with the soundtrack to my life. What am I listening to? I've included podcasts this time because I have a podcast, so I should listen to other people's podcasts. And I'm listening to Black Girls Have Anxiety Too and Balance Black Girl are just two of the Black women podcasts that I'm listening to, which are phenomenal. And they're both available on Spotify. Music, um, the entire soundtrack to The Harder They Fall, but particularly Wednesday's Child. And I've talked about this before. The Harder They Fall is like one of my favorite movies right now. So <laughs> what about you, Carlo? Well, for me, podcast wise, um, I listen to Off the mm-hmm. Record. With uh, DJ Academics, just because for me, he's just the best. He's kind of, isn't that that guy that's like a jackass that nobody likes? Is he kind of like round faced? I mean, he's yes, he's round, <laughs> but he's just more blunt. Like he gets to the point. I don't mm. like like you know the um, typical rap podcast, like um, like Breakfast like. Club and. Oh, I hate Breakfast. I, don't, I hate I, all of these like uber masculine podcasts. Yeah, they're like, kind they of just, like very um, disrespectful to black women. I mean, he is too. Exactly. And DJ Academics, I mean, he mainly interviews males, but I mean, even when he interviews interviews females, he gives them both the equal part of things. Like, if if they did something fucked up, he'll come at the males as equally as does the females. He he doesn't just let the males do whatever. Again, like... He he's not shit to everybody. <laughs> exactly. So it's okay. equal. Opposed to, you know, the Breakfast Club where it's just like, oh, the males will just Oh my god, they say something. so much like I and don't know why females, Charlemagne. It's like it's like I just I just don't like those. But. I don't like Charlemagne anyway, but I understand why like the White House was using him to like um do their recent like question and answer sort of thing. But he was so disrespectful yeah. to Kamala Harris and he was asking this is why I I like, I understand why they, because the White House definitely wants to make the extra effort to, like, go where the people are and people listen to the Black Breakfast Club, whether you like it or not, it is influential in the Black community. But the reason I don't like those type of platforms mm-hmm. is because those people are not journalists. So they're not asking you legitimate, uh, thought-provoking questions. He started asking her, like, if you repeat pu- she was like, do you think Joe Biden? Do you think Joe Biden's president? It's like, why are you asking the vice it's president? So stupid, because this point was, well, Joe Biden's the president. Why? Why are they saying Joe Manchin? And this is how you know these people never actually passed their government classes in high school because <laughs> they would know how the Senate works. Like, I get so I'm definitely a Joe and Kamala fan, but I really get hyped up on people because it's just most of the time you're allowed to criticize the administration, but you should do so in a way that you're actually criticizing the administration. Don't sit there and get mad at like the student loan forgiveness. Joe Biden never said he was going to give us student loan forgiveness. He said, if Congress presents a bill, which is their job, then I will sign said bill into law. 
And it's yeah. like, well, why aren't they doing this? And, why, and I'm like, y'all don't even, y'all didn't know who Jill Manchin was before this year. So niggas didn't know who these, who these people were. Mm-hmm. They didn't know who the fuck. You love me, baby. You know that that you know. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I listen to these academics. I don't listen to those the other ones and things like yeah. that. And then the other one I listen to is called uh, Eight at the Table. It's basically just like a relationship type podcast of like, you know, men and females just discussing different topics. And it's pretty fairly moderated. It's not just like ratchet women or anything like that or just good dude. It's like they both have like their own. Why they got to be ratchet women? (laughs) I mean, because again, so I mean, I don't know if you know this one podcast. It's called Fresh and Fit. No. Okay. well, it's just these two dudes in Miami. They'll get like 10 girls from the club and do a podcast at like one in the morning, twelve at night, which is people are people not sleep at that time. Like I go to bed at like nine o'clock. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So they but they just interview girls from the club. So like, oh, that's weird. Obviously, you know, just girls from the club in Miami, it ain't like you're getting the smartest of the bunch just like we're all discussing. Yeah. Are you have you heard of the grapevine? No, I haven't actually. So the grapevine, I was. It's actually like it's a podcast ish, but it's like like a video. Oh, I think you have something in the background, by the way. Um, oh, sorry. But they, they, I was watching this video that they had, and um, it was basically them giving a discourse because it was during the election. But they have a lot of different conversations. But my issue is some they like they had an episode where they were talking about like um misogyny mis- misogynoir and for those listening who doesn't know what misogynoir is it's misogyny but specific to black women which is where the noir comes in um but they were talking about misogynoir in um rap music and so this one guy was like well if y'all don't like it just mm-hmm. don't listen to rap and it's like there's all types of rap that don't include that but hip-hop does have a big issue with disrespecting black women yeah. in particular in the lyrics and if and th- there was this guy on there named carl that's like gaslighting it i'll send you a link later because it was like a very interesting conversation but it's like when you have sometimes people do shit like that where they add people on there that are like crazy for ratings like i refuse to have anybody on my podcast who is not down with the vaccine like if you're if you're playing with covid you you can't be on my podcast because there are people like dying like my uncle just died my great uncle just died i had another great uncle die this summer it's i don't want people on my pod like i would never invite a ku klux klan member on my podcast like i have there's nothing i'm going to learn from them they're racist like why do you why would i give you a platform but what music are you listening to Oh, so music wise, um, I just listened to the new Chief Keef album, which is absolutely fine. I'm listening to a lot of like old Tory Lanez, like chicks tape music. Mm. That, that used to be my shit back in like middle school, high school. Mm. So I'm also just like into like UK rap for some reason. Like, really? Isn't it like drill? It's like drill yeah, rap. But it's just so fancy. Like that's just what I just like about it. Like, And their accents are cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like the accent is just top tier. It just makes it just makes everything sound cherry like. on the top. <laughs> okay, well let's get into what are you watching. So I am watching. I know you watch anime too, Carlo. I am in need of a new anime. I talked about on the last episode how I was watching Black Clover, but let's talk about Boruto. Have you seen Boruto? Um. Okay. So I didn't. It will never be Naruto. Like Naruto is like me like it makes me cry i still like boruto 
Um, but if they kill off Naruto, I'll kill them. For sure. <laughs> so that's what I would say is the difference with with like Boruto. It's more of like you know story building, the plot. There's no real like emotional connections yet because it's just not emotional. Like it, it wasn't like how Naruto was. Where it's like. Naruto, somebody was getting murked every episode and they were just demons but then we have to remember that Naruto was based in like wartime yeah so it's like with Boruto it's like hey there's no wars really like people are just chilling right now so so I see why people it's like a terrorist attack basically that's what's going on yeah exactly so with Boruto it's like yeah there's people attacking but it's not like oh my god but with Naruto it was like every episode was like a struggle for Naruto and other, I mean, they could not go down the street without getting fucked up. Exactly, and then even when it came to like the getting exams of the chew, it's like, oh shit, other people okay. outside the village like exist, and they had like Gara's story, you know, like yeah. Neji's story. These people were trying to kill each other during the tuning exams. Exactly. Like- so it's like dealing with, that. <laughs> and mind you, you if you're watching Naruto, like. And we're obviously our age, like mid twenties. It's like we're kids watching this, and we're like, "Oh my god, Naruto's yeah. the unpopular dude nobody likes." I can relate. Oh, Sasuke. No, you can't. You can't relate to that. <laughs> Everyone liked you. <laughs> no, for sure. But again, even, like even the most popular people feel alone. Like, yeah. like just everybody likes you doesn't mean everybody genuinely likes you. It's just like, oh, hey, you're the new kid. That's that. That was me. Like every two years, so I feel like I relate to Naruto because it's like. Cool, I can like say, hey, I know a lot of people, but I couldn't just be like, hey, everybody's genuinely my friend and I can rely on and things like yeah. that. Cause again, like Naruto, he got into the 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 school like late. It wasn't like he just knew all the kids growing up and knew Sakura and Naruto growing yeah, up. They, like, yeah, they like So that's like, like, like every But I think years, Sarada new I think I think Sasuke, Sasuke's daughter Sarada is going to be a problem. And that's what I want them to do. I want them to make her like the badass, especially since they did Sakura so dirty. And like, I just want her to be like this amazing badass bitch. They need to lose the glasses. But uh, but the only way to do that, because remember, it's like the Mangekyo Sharingan. Yeah. Somebody has to kill Sasuke. Die. They're not going to kill Sasuke. But somebody has to die for her. I don't think they're going to kill Sakura either. I think they're going to like. I mean, one of their friends... I mean, Boruto's not dying, so it's like one of her best friends or family members have to die. Yeah, somebody get a dad, but... Potential. You know, well, anyway, is there, what, what, is there anything else that you're watching? <laughs> um, Anime-wise, uh, I'm watching um, this one... I'm forever called... watching One Piece. For sure. Uh, one Piece is just so long, I'm not gonna lie, stop watching it. <laughs> No, really, get back into it. Skip the fillers. I, I trust me. I know all about <laughs> One Piece. I people say, "Yo, just watch the movies and start here and there." I just, it's just too lo- like you got to understand. I'm such an anime fanatic. I'm like, okay, things only have max three, four seasons, unless you're a Naruto or whatever. There's just like ten, twenty. I watched it through. It took but me about three weeks to watch the whole thing like through. a thousand episodes. That's just I, I know we normal. we already had the thousandth episode, and it was the I most know. phenomenal shit. I was literally in my apartment, like, yes, it's so good. That's what I'm saying. It's like you got to understand. A lot of animes are so short lived. It's like, why are you trying to live the longest out of everybody? 
Like I, at some at a certain point, I forgot what One Piece was about. I'm just like going <laughs> island to island, making friends, whooping people's ass. That's Ooh. it's like what happened to the One Piece? Like just fucking like there's no. No, it's food. still there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's still there, but it's like it's not about that right now. They they got yeah. Right now they're fighting Kaido. They, on, they diverse, um, like you probably don't even hear like they haven't even shown Shanks. And I don't know how long. Oh my god! Apparently, Shanks is getting a movie though. Yes, and that, but that'll be the first so appearance in like years, years in the show. <laughs> it's like, why is that a thing? That's like, imagine Neji showed up in the getting exams, and you don't see Neji till he's like a full blown adult, and you're like, what the fuck has Neji been doing this whole time? Well, at least like Shanks. You're, like, and you're I don't know. The movie that. might help with that. I think that's why they're doing the movie. But like Shanks is like top five important characters. Why is oh, he yeah. never shown? Like, because <laughs> we are too busy being stuck on uh, Ponderosa and every other goddamn island. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It just became, hey, we're just traveling the fucking world. Like, fuck the One Piece. We're in the Grand Line. We're just going island to island. No GPS. No phones. Like, yeah. But um, it's but yeah, enemies so, though. Yeah. Uh, I just mm-hmm. got in. Well, not I just got into. I've been watching uh, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated. I've been uh, watching Demon Slayer. Obviously. Is that the one on Hulu with the monkey? No, no, that's Monkey nah, Assassin. Okay. I know, I know that one though. <laughs> I did start that one. I'm not gonna hold you. I was like, that looks interesting. And I'm like, no, that monkey is going crazy. But yeah, uh, Demon Slayer too. I haven't watched Demon Slayer yet. Okay, so I've watched like the first couple episodes of Demon Slayer, but I like I, I had started One Piece, so it kind of fell off, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should get back into it because everybody is super hyped about Demon Slayer. Yeah, so that uh, I watched Jujutsu Kaisen. <gasps> That's my fucking. I rewatch that show like all the time. But one one of the best ones animated out right now that I'm watching is is one called Tech Op Destiny. And it's about like music and like different monsters, but it's like so fluid in the way they're animated. It looks like a movie, like every episode. So I'm gonna have to check it out because you know I fucking love Jujutsu Kaisen, and I cannot fucking wait for that shit to come back on because that show is so good. And I think it's they're about to come out with a movie, I believe. I'm I'm waiting for that. Yeah, but it's reminiscent of Naruto, which is why I think so many people like it. Yes, so facts because it's literally a trio. You got your Naruto, which is the main character. You got your Sasuke, who's the ostracized person of his clan, and then you have a soccer, and you got a very soccer. strong female character. Yeah, literally, her thing is strength. And so, Kakashi, I mean, it's Kakashi, Dodo, who's the strongest. Oh my shit. god, I shouldn't have a um, a crush on animated characters, but I do. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's see. What are we reading? If you're reading anything, I'm reading. Well, I actually finished this book called Sankofa by Chibundu Onuzo. I'm sure I just butchered that. And it is about this older black woman who um, she's actually biracial. Her mom is white and she grew up knowing her mom, but she didn't grow up knowing her dad. So it's about her journey into discovering who her dad is. And I actually sort of liked it. I, I feel like it, I wish it had gone in a different direction. Like the ending was a little weird for me, but if you're interested in that guys, please check it out. It's by a black author and you know, I, we support black people over here. So Carlo, are you reading anything? I I am honestly, I feel like such a disappointment to my culture. <laughs> I do not read. It's okay. like I I, 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 I prefer books. 
for sure. I prefer reading manga, which is just like the Japanese comics. So that's just what I read. Like, and, and it's like, you know, chapters release every day that I think like that's almost like with One Piece, right? Even there's a thousand episodes. There's like 2000 chapters on like one. So it's like, that's what I'm reading versus just the watching. That's why I'll sometimes I like to be ahead of the anime I'm watching just so I can read it and see how interested I really am and see how deep the story can get. So then when I watch it, you know, it's almost like you read a book and then you're like, oh, hey, the movie's going to come out. Let me see if I can kind of tell the difference between the book and the movie. And then maybe the movie's better. Maybe the book is better. So that's kind of just the approach I take just because I just like Japanese culture. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that counts as literature and it's so hard. So I'm in grad school, so it's really hard to read during the semester just because I have so much that I have to read for a class, but I'm like making it part of my 2022 goals is to really, to, to read specifically for my podcast. I have this segment to also encourage myself to read more. And my apartment's a mess right now because I'm moving. So it's like, I'm not trying to order any new books, but I am, I'm not a fan of self-help books. I think they're stupid for people with mental illness, but there are a couple of like, self-guidance books that I'm trying to read and one of them is called The, the Mountain Is You um, and yeah. then there's this book um, this like kind of like workbook that's called Becoming Her and I mentioned it on my last episode but Atomic Habits I don't typically like self-help books as I said it should not be your end-all be-all because sometimes your ass just needs to go to therapy but <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have one that I regularly see because it's, sometimes it's like oh read this no when I was younger, it was like chicken soup for the teenage soul. But so many people grew up reading those books and whatnot. And they're like, okay, if I read this book, it'll help me. Get- no, you need to go to therapy. And then you do the, like, I have a workbook for therapy that I, my, my therapist, like where we work on dialectical behavioral therapy, yeah. but it's not just like, I'm going to read this self. It has to be with, in addition to other things. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would definitely agree. Those like self-help books. Cause I think I had one for like, um, when I was in my psychology class, I just happened to buy like one of those self-help books. It wasn't really for me. It was just like mm-hmm. some book that had like different activities in it for you to do mm-hmm. for yourself and track for yourself. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, you know, it's like a book for you, essentially, like a book on yourself yeah. without you having to just write 15,000 words. Yeah. But it just keeps you on track of like, you know, on this day, this is what you did. What and you, I, did. you know, I like the workbooks that are that incorporate yeah. that because, OK, you're not just telling me you need to look at your life and just, no, you're, you're telling me, Hey, set your goal. I, was sad. I, have, I have talked about it before, but I use the platform notion. It's a, um, and in that I, when I have my episodes, I actually have started recording when I have my episodes and what kind of helps me. And so like action things are what are going to help you change, like create a habit, reading about a habit and actually trying to work towards that habit are two different things. So, alrighty, let's yeah. dive into our "What's Happening" segment. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. So you get it. okay. Um, okay, so this year we're in 2022. We've got the midterm elections this year. Um, it's a big thing, people. I live we I live in fucking Virginia, Arlington, and we now have a fully Republican state um, because people didn't want to go out and vote. Um, so let's not do that for, because it really does impact your life. And I'm already dreading that shit. Like I considered moving across the water to DC. 
Um, but it really does. And we do not want to be like Texas. We want to be able to have abortions, people. We want, and it matters. It matters. Register to vote, fucking vote. It doesn't take that long. In Arlington County, I actually registered to permanently be um, a, um, like a mail-in voter because I don't want to fucking stand the line. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, people like dread voting. It's like, it's you know, you just like mail it in. They're so lazy. And then the, the main thing they're like, is, first of all, everybody who knows, knows that there's a difference between having a racist boss and having a boss that is kind of annoying. So when people are like Democrats and Republicans are the same, they're not. One is openly racist and one is just fucking annoying. I would rather deal with the annoying one who is still trying, because I think that's very disrespectful when people say that, because we have so many black people that are Democrats that really work their ass off in Congress. And I really just want people to go back to high school and take a civics class to understand how things work, because Fun fact, most places you can vote for your sheriff. If your police department is racist, you can probably vote your sheriff out. But yeah, like I I seen a post somebody put like this black girl posted the other day. She was like, so what do you guys think so far, Trump or Biden? I'm just like, are you actually asking that (laughs) question? I prefer Trump or Biden right now. Like, do y'all fucking forget that they're like the hell? But you know why they like him because he was entertaining. Because they could be like, look at his. Yeah, I like a boring president. I don't need to know what the fuck you're doing every damn day. Honestly, I'd rather you do nothing than fuck the world and up. And he's not even doing. And then that's the thing, like he's not even doing nothing. Like th- there was this whole thing on Twitter, like where's Kamala? And sh- this bitch was out here meeting with black leaders in the community. And I didn't mean to say this bitch because that's my girl, but like, like I'm just like, why do y'all choose to be willfully ignorant? And then the main ones who don't vote are the main niggas always. T- and I'm, this is not just on black people. This is on those racist ones. Yeah, they're the main ones complaining, like, honestly. It's the people that did not vote. Exactly. They're like, like, yo, why is the president doing nothing? Or why is it's like, yo, you or they vote. say, why is he doing nothing about stuff that like he doesn't even affect? Like the stuff that in your everyday lives, like the county board, your your local prosecution team, like I said, your sheriff, some of that shit is just like, oh, why am I driving through potholes every day? Well, bitch, you should ask the county board that, not the president. But- because, and if you really want to get into the nitty gritty, itty bitty titty, we have an infrastructure bill that passed. And I was trying to explain to people because people were like, oh, well, I want another check. I'm like, do you understand that poor black people in rural areas are unable, they don't have internet access. And now because of this bill, they will have internet access. They will be able to do things online, which moves you out of the poverty line. We are getting more trains, a, a, a more mm-hmm. effective transit system. So poor black, because I'm about black people, to be clear, poor black people will be able to get from point A to point B without having to walk 30 goddamn miles to the nearest train station. And you can't tell these niggas nothing. They, all they want to know is when the next stimulus check is coming. And I'm like, get a job. <laughs> 
Yeah, no cap. I was looking at the D, the DC Metro, and I'm like, the gray line. I was like, I'm seeing yeah. like two new lines. I didn't even see. I mean, I, I'm probably never going to take the train anyway. <laughs> to drive, but I was like, damn, two new lines. Like, oh shit. Like, yeah, okay, I've, they've been working on the purple line and the, the, the silver. It's silver. It's special. <laughs> yeah, silver. I'm like, she's not that I'm going to take it, but like, that's nice. Like, I'm going to take it to, um, cause they don't, and another thing is, I think it's really going to stretch into Manassas. So now you don't have to fucking pay for this slow ass BRE to take your ass to Manassas. Yeah. You know, it's it's just I'm really trying to figure out like I'm preparing myself because I want to be involved in getting people into the voting booth this year because I have to live in this dusty ass country. Like It's like, well, why are you stressing yourself out about it? Because yeah. I have to live here. Like you said, I mean, a lot of it that what affects your everyday life is not the president is really the local <laughs> the local yeah. votes that really affect your everyday life. Not the president. Yeah, the president may affect some, but that may not actually affect you for like a couple years down the line. Your yeah. local will affect you this month, today, next week, next yeah. month. You, you want to wonder why your kids' schools aren't good? Ask your local government. But y'all don't want to ask your local government. You want to sit there and blame the people exactly. in Congress. Y'all don't even, half the people don't even fucking know who their representatives are. Or yeah, even like teacher pay, like it's really just yeah. on where you live. Some places yeah. got the money for it, exactly. some don't. Like there's there's just not teachers underpaid everywhere. Like Arlington, like especially, Arlington they get paid very well. Those compared to other areas. Yeah, you feel me? Like <laughs> they have houses in Arlington County. Like and these houses are not cheap. This isn't some hundred. They can live house. where they work. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And I'm just like. Okay, now I'm a side eye y'all if I see y'all on the picket line, but every, like Fairfax County has paid terribly, but that's not because of a tax issue. That's because they they have corruption in their fucking system that they need to weed the fuck out. Yeah, like in like Arlington County, it's like you have the bells and whistles. Like you know Wakefield, yeah. what it looked like ten years ago versus what it does now. That's not happening in in an everyday county. Like yeah. you you have that big of a change yeah. in the school. With an underground Obama basketball to court, twice. exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, Obama's not going to some school in Arkansas or <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Fuck me up, city Mississippi. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back. We'll dive into our main session. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to. I have no idea what I'm doing. I am still joined by my wonderful guest host and friend Carlo. And let's get into our main segment, Omarion and his variant. So initial thoughts, Carlo? <laughs> Man, for one, you know, even bad press is good press. So Omarion is eating right now. I, I, he posted the other day, he was like, hey, look, guys, I'm not the variant. And that. so I, I like when celebrities, like, when they're, like, into the joke, it makes it just makes things way yeah. more lighter and funnier to joke about. Not that the Omicron is funny, but it's the fact that but you it's know, like black people make a joke about he could have came out and said, guys, like it is not the Omar. It was like he 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 got the joke yeah. that black Twitter created and played it along, and that's cool. I like that. But again, Omicron, uh, as much as I would like to advise people to stay home, I'm not gonna act around. Stay the in the house. <laughs> that was I, I can't act like I don't go out at the mm. same time. Mm. But hey, I'm I mean, you know, I'm in Clarendon, but I'm also going out with two Pfizer shots. You know, I'm not just I'm yeah, I gotta get my there. booster. I well, first, my first thing is people need to stay the fuck in the house. Um, and 
the reason I say people in general is because I am vaccinated and I'm getting my booster. However, um, these bitches think that that means you can go out without a mask. And originally the government's, originally it was, if you're vaccinated, you can go out without a mask because if you get it, you're probably not going to die. However, there's too many people walking around here sick with just the general cold and um, the Omicron. And they're, you know, they think that they can cough and breathe and every, like in the grocery store, it's gross. So I, I, I stay with the mask on and I'm glad they brought mask mandates back because people are trifling. And I I know people who are out here willfully not getting tested, willfully having symptoms and willfully still taking their black asses the fuck out here and it's, and their white asses. And it's very fucking irritating to me as somebody who's just like, people are fucking dying and y'all do not give a shit. People have long-term health issues and y'all don't give a shit. My poor, my, one of my best friends, her husband has, um, uh, COVID and her two, her, how old is she? Four month old daughter has COVID and her two-year-old son has COVID because of people, because her husband has to work, you know, he's, he works and yeah. So like, but people are out here not wearing masks and shit and now he's getting sick. And now her four month old daughter is ill and having breathing problems because niggas don't want to sit there and be, you know, we are, we live in a society and living in a society means taking care of and caring of giving a shit about other people. So like I'm trying to limit, well, first of all, it's a great excuse for me to stay my back ass in the house and not spend no money. I'm trying to limit where I go. Like, am I still going to get my wax next week? Hell the fuck. Yeah. But (laughs) am I going to be out at the bars and shit? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The fuck not. Like I stayed in the house on New Year's Eve because I was like, there's too many people. I thought you had a get together. Same. I saw your story. Don't be I, lying. I, I know you I in real life. Like, <laughs> couple people over. Like, like, I have a very unpopular opinion. You might kill me for it. What is it? I'm low key glad COVID happened because we were living dirty. No. Okay. Well, you don't like you're like glad like you gotta you gotta realize how like the fact that we're just so <laughs> unsanitary. Why are you saying we? Because I wash my hair. <laughs> no, for sure. But again, you have to realize just because you do does not mean the majority. Like well, people that just people, say, "Yeah, I'm gonna use the bathroom. Go. I'm gonna touch these knobs," and I'm like, like, like you got to realize when you use the bathroom, go. it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go in there. I'm not washing my hands, but I'm gonna touch this dirty handle, touch myself, wash my hands, mm-hmm. then retouch this dirty handle." Your hands are still dirty. That's why you use a paper towel. And I also straight down. My thing is, I notice in the office, people do the splash and go. They go, turn on the faucet, splash their hand under the water and go. And it's always the nasty ass white people. And I'm just like, y'all are nasty. And I don't understand why y'all were going to school and going to work when you were sick anyway. Because if I had a sniffle in my nose, I'm calling off. That's what I'm saying. So I'm glad it low-key happened. Obviously, aside from the death, it's like, it's created more sanitary habits for people like, now yeah, you see, right. now you the see. Anytime somebody, <laughs> exactly, Lysol like Lysol has never sold out, or paper towels yeah. never selling out. You know out. how much it costs now? Twelve dollars for a can of Lysol. And I'm sure it is through the roof in prices from what it was four or five yes. years ago. Used to be again, so I'm glad we're more sanitary because now we can prevent a lot more sicknesses from before, where people were just careless with it, like, hey. I have a flu, but hey, my friends want to party and drink at the club with a hundred other people, mm-hmm. and they might be 20, 30 sick people among them. But hey, fuck it, I'm sick, but I feel good. I'm gonna go out. So now I'm over there in the club, coughing here, there, 
I'm probably giving some shit to the people next to me. I'm drinking the drink. I'm a little sick. I'm not going to tell nobody I'm sick. But now my friend wants no. some of my drink. I'm going to let them sip. Straight I hope up. y'all not. I, well, I always tell people I suck dick, so don't drink after me. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I have some male friends. I'm like, bro, if you eat ass, just say that right now. I'm not drinking well, no, no, no. I'm going to take a detour. There is nothing wrong with eating ass. I'm just gonna put that sure, out but right I'm now. just not. I, I'm I'm just not gonna ask you when the last time asked for me to drink your drink. I'm gonna just be like, like if you do it, I don't know when the last time you brush your teeth. I either don't drink after other people because I know what I do with my mouth, and I'm like, and I consider exactly. myself a hygienically clean person. Like I'm not out here eating ass of nasty men. I'm you know you got to be showered and whatnot. But <laughs> but you know, there's people that will like. Hey yo, chug this henny bottle. He chug it. Then they're like, "Yo, you chug some too." And now it's like you're backwash, his backwash, their backwash. Then you're pouring shots of backwash and henny in other cups where everybody's drink. Like, I'm just glad it's more sanitary. Henny is so aggressive. Everybody gets their own plastic cup. Put your name on it. Oh God! You know what I'm saying? If somebody was here, there, I'm wiping it down. I use a straw too because I don't know where the rim of the cup. I definitely use a straw. You know. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's it's created a more sanitary environment for people where it's like, hey, don't go out because there might be some sick people. You don't want to get sick. Just stay home. Yeah. Before, I, well, my also thought about it is that all these people are complaining that we're not shutting down in it again. And I'm like, but when we shut down, y'all niggas wanted to be people was out. These white people were out here blocking the road for people, nurses and shit to get in because they were mad shit was closed. Yeah, and then wow. on the black side, niggas was still hanging around. Lockdown does not There's mean lockdown does not mean you hang around your family. Lockdown means the people that live in your motherfucking household. Or like when I was with my ex, we had like a specific bubble of people that we would hang around. And that's it. Like it does not mean hang around Tim, Dick and Harry, your cousin Boo Boo and, and Kiki and all of them. It means stay the fuck in the house. And for these fucking white people, they was out here losing their damn minds. Yeah. So like I said, I'm glad it happened because it's just like it just shows you also how many unsanitary people there are versus sanitary because it's like Hey, did you wipe that down? Did you just use that again? Like, what, what's, what's, what's going on right now? Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. But you, so and I, I like, so I'm moving, as I said, just around the corner or whatever, but to a bigger apartment. And I, I just wonder, like, it's just, I know that lockdown is hard for a lot of people because of mental health issues. I have mental health issues, but oh, it's... Sure. It's it also is something that I feel like is increasingly necessary, although I don't feel like it's going to happen because I think that the numbers are going to start going. The only reason I think the numbers are going to start going down are because people it's cold and people are going back in the house. Like, I don't think we have any major holidays that people would party on because next month is Black History Month. So what you got Martin Luther King Day. I mean, it's not like y'all gonna be turning up to that or (laughs) and, you know, there's no like turn up holidays. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah, go facts. to the Bahamas. I'm trying to go to England for a weekend in March. So I'm like... No, the UK is fire. I've been twice. I where'd you go? Where'd you go? I was just in central London. Went to go oh, Piccadilly Station and things like that, London. walking around. In central London? <laughs> yeah, I was with my mates and bros. <laughs> with your mates and bros. I, so I'm going to go maybe for a weekend. Not because I actually particularly give a shit about London, but because like I just want to say I've been to London because I went to Paris. Um, and then I, the big thing for me is trying to go to the Bahamas, um, to go swim with the little piggies for <laughs> this year. 
And then what is my other trips? I'm going to visit my mentor in um, Dallas and I'm doing a girl's trip to Savannah. So I don't, I don't want it to interfere too much with my travel because at this point I'm vaccinated. And this is another thing. I think we should have vaccine mandates for airplanes. And I know that's unpopular. I feel like they are. If I'm like, I, I went to Puerto Rico in late October. And if you weren't vaccinated, we're not flying. Again, I don't know if that's really? every I don't know airline, if that counts. There are, so but I, I know was, you can still go to U.S. territories if you're not vaccinated. You just have to have, you can't go to other countries if you're not vaccinated. Okay. Well, when I went to Puerto Rico, you had to, you had to okay. either, oh, okay, I wouldn't say you had to be vaxxed. Either had the vaccine or you had to take a negative test. And I think that's standard, but I want them to do, because I just feel like people don't want to fucking listen, so make them do it. Like, I'm to a point where I just don't have any empathy for unvaccinated people anymore. We have tried to bribe them. We have just basically said, like, I did not need to be fucking bribed to give the vaccine. I was, like, practically begging to, like, have them shoot my ass up. Like, a damn, I was like, please give me shit, because I don't like to be sick, and I don't want to be sick, and... Nobody in my household, I don't want anyone in my household getting sick. Like, and yes, you can still get the COVID with the vaccine. However, you're 99% probably not going to fucking die or have these terrible ass long-term. And people act like they fucking, like, I hate a, I hate a, oh, let me do my research, bitch. How the fuck you going to do research and your ass ain't even past high school? Man. You know what's ironic about mm-hmm. that? All these people that are like so like heavy anti-vax. I'm not talking about the people that are just lazy. People that are heavy anti-vax, they have no idea what is in like a hepatitis shot or a tetanus shot. Mm-hmm. But you're taking that 100% if you're going to elementary school, middle school, high school every year. Like you had no idea. You were not mm-hmm. asking no questions. You just, you might have even took a polio vaccine and people haven't had polio in I don't know how long, but you were just taking because we're just like, Hey, get this. Or even chicken pox. When's the last time you even seen somebody with chicken pox? Yeah. But you're taking the vaccine exactly. just because you're like, all right, it prevents a 90% chance of me getting this. I'm going to just take it. But again, like I said, most people couldn't tell you what's in a chicken pox vaccine or shot. It's always like, so my sister today, I mentioned my skincare routine and she was like, she was like, oh, well, you might want to have some natural alternatives to some of the things on that list. I was like, Kaylin, oh, I shouldn't say her name, but I was like, listen, (laughs) I was like, listen, um, I, my shit is dermatologist approved and everything is a chemical. I wish people would stop with that. Don't, you don't want chemicals. You don't want harmful chemicals because every, and you know what I get people with? I'm like, well, I consume large amounts of dihydrogen oxide which is fucking H2L, by the way, which is water. And they're sitting there like, well, you shouldn't consume that. Bitch, it's water. That's how I know you're asking pay attention in school because everything on this earth is a chemical or and or a chemical compound. Like, Literally. I, it just has a fancy name, you know, and people are like, oh my God, you guys didn't know it had, this. like people will band 99% of milk just because they're like, yeah, look, you know, milk had this and this. I don't yeah. care. What I don't drink has. milk because I'm lactose sensitive and I will be on the toilet shitting like I ain't got no business. I take a lactate pill yeah. though. <laughs> but somebody could even come at you and be like, yo, you didn't know this almond milk had these chemicals in it? Yeah. I'm like, yo, okay. I don't care. Like, I just want something healthier. That is it. I don't care and, if there's still some unhealthy things in there. It's just healthier than and everything in moderation too because sometimes people will say it's and it's okay to be like for example if you have a high risk of breast cancer in your family then maybe 
cough then maybe is. you might want to do certain things that limit that like deodorants and stuff that you you might want to switch to a natural deodorant because if you because the yeah. chemicals can't and if you're already prone to something like that however i have extreme sweat glands my bitch is using the strongest deodorant i can find okay exactly like some charcoal deodorant is not hiding that somebody who don't use deodorant her underarms be stinking. i'm like don't come near me because baby you need to put something on there and i'm <laughs> And I mean, and, and you'd be surprised. People in Europe, like, they're just, they're not even showering as often as we do. But in some cases, like, that's healthier because it's not even healthy for us to wash our hair every day. But you can find multiple people in America that just wash their hair every single day when... So, You're supposed to wash yeah. it. So it depends on your hair texture, but you should be washing your hair at for least sure. once a week. For, but again, like I said, there's some people who wash it every day. And that scientifically is bad for you. It's bad because yeah. you're taking all the stuff out of it when oil, you might need yeah. some of that stuff in there, even though you may see it as yeah. like, oh, I don't want my hair to be dirty. White people don't wash, though, which is why it's hard for me. I have to if I'm going to eat your ass because, you know, I date white people. I need to, like, see you shower first. Because <laughs> <laughs> those motherfuckers do not wash their ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, I know. I get so much slack for it. I, I give people nicknames on the podcast, and like we've had shitty booty, and just, <laughs> I just I've got stories. Um, you know, anytime I explain to you to any of my friends, I'm like, hey, you like white people. <laughs> that is all I'm gonna say for Nick. Like, I like men that look like they drop their kids white. off to school and they're corny little vests. Like my ex looked like a dad, and he is a dad. <laughs> The banana skins, the beige, oh, pale and pasties. That's what I like to call. <laughs> but yeah. so, so as we're talking about Omarion, let's talk a little bit about like therapy and how people can like be okay. I don't know who JC Columbus is trying to join it, no sir. Um, and how people can can kind of cope with COVID still going because those of us who do take it seriously, it's very easy um, to become like. Um, to become like a catastrophizer and like, oh God, the world is so bleak and awful. And what I say to those people is you have to take a second, breathe and step back. That's why I talked about last week on the podcast, Luxury Black Girl TikTok and how it's so important to enjoy things. And like we were just saying with the chemicals, it's so important to still enjoy shit while you're like living in this world. Because if you think this world is so awful, you're more likely to like harm yourself or something. And I personally want to live, I mean, I have my episodes and stuff, but I want to live my life. And I do that by taking a, something my ex used to say to me is it's not always going to be this way. And I I try to keep that in my head, especially when I'm kind of like, oh my God, I now live in a Mm -hmm. state with a Republican governor, a Republican um, attorney general, and a mostly Republican um, house of reps and for the state and what that could really do to me. And thank God I live in Arlington and thank God I'm a certain pay raise for the moment. Like there's still, I'm still black and there's still, I'm still a woman and there's still things with that. But if I live in that all the time, like then what's the point of being alive? You know, yeah. So I have a certain okay. Since you do therapy, I have a maybe I have a stigma against it. I don't know, maybe a dislike because I have friends. I'm not gonna mention them. They they have their therapists, but I feel like, and maybe you've gone through this phase of therapy that I feel like they just allow the therapist to almost like fully guide their life, and they only go based off their therapy's advice. 
the therapist advice. And I'm just like, why are you allowing this one person's opinion to just shape your entire, like, I understand the therapist is there to listen and you'll take some advice, but why you strictly follow what they say? Like, like you said, like, so what you have to understand is, first of all, therapists are licensed, so they know what they're talking yes. about. And a therapist's job is to guide you into a life where you're, it depends on what you, you're going to therapy for, by the way, because some people just go to therapy mm-hmm. because they need a checkup, you know, every once in a while. I go to therapy because I have a severe mental mm-hmm. illness. And if I don't, my life will be like, I'll kill myself. Um, That's what I'm saying. For people who don't have yeah. that severe mental illness, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some people just may just have troubles with just, they don't know how to deal with certain things in life that they're like, hey, I just need professional advice. Same if I'm like, hey, that's like if you ask me for some some food recommendations, I might be like, uh, you could cook like this or like, but shit, a chef is obviously going to know better than me. I'm not no chef. But that doesn't mean what I'm telling you still won't taste good. You know what I'm saying? And that's the difference is you can get, okay, so first of all, you shouldn't be getting advice from everyone. And I'm talking about like friend groups and shit. Exactly. Any way. Like some, I, a lot of people, my friends and my family get on me because they're like, Mackenzie, you don't like to take other people's advice. And I was like, because I don't give a fuck about other people's opinion unless I ask you for your opinion or unless you see me like physically harming myself or in a situation that's physically harming me. Shut the fuck up because I'm very sensitive and I don't want your opinion. I have a therapist. Um, because, and there's a difference between because you, it's like a fine line, in my opinion. I feel like if you have, if you're a good friend, if you're a good friend, because I have some good friends who give good advice, but then you have people who either unintentionally are giving you bad advice because they don't know the situation, which is what happens to me a lot, especially with my ex. There was a lot of commentary on that relationship, but I kept telling people for the first six months, there was no problem. There were no signs. There were no issues. And now people are like, well, you must've seen the signs. And I'm like, see, that's why I don't want your opinion because there actually were no issues like at all. And then you have people, so you have people unintentionally trying to give you advice that doesn't fit your situation. And then you have people intentionally trying to give you bad advice because they ain't shit. So it's, it's one thing to be like, first of all, it's also the person because you may not be able to receive it. Even if you give someone a friend, good advice, they may not be able to receive it because that's just not who you are in their life and not in a disrespectful way, but I am ready to receive things, excuse me, and criticism from my therapist because she knows me very, very well. And you have to keep in mind that even if it's your best friend, you probably don't know them as well as their therapist knows them. Yes, I have a great example for that. So it was like, was actually, you know, thanks to my girl, because she would be like, you know, she would ask advice from her friends about me, but then they would give her advice and it would not translate just for a simple fact. Her friends do not know how I am, but my girls know how, knows how I am that she would just automatically rule out that advice because she's just like, okay, you guys are giving me this advice, but you guys don't know Carlo. Like, so this would really not work how you guys think it's going to work. Cause it's just like some general yeah. advice you might give, like, "Oh, hey, my boyfriend did this. What should I do?" And then again, somebody can give the general advice, like, "Girl, leave him and fucking yeah. go out." Yeah, it's like that it's is automatically, leave him. and they don't take into account you either. Like when somebody tells me to leave somebody, I'm emotionally attached to. I'm like, you don't understand. I have a mental illness. I can't just do that. Exactly. Like you have to take into account that person and also how their partner is. If you don't know how the partner is, then mm-hmm. there's no point of the advice because you're if you're giving some advice to somebody and their partner may be nonchalant or overly emotional and you give the opposite mm-hmm. advice is going to have the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get a reaction that somebody is nonchalant, 
you're not probably going to get a reaction out of them. But if you're trying to not trying to not get a reaction from somebody who's emotional, yeah. you're going to end up getting a reaction because they're emotional, just super emotional. And I think that a lot of the times too, if, and you live with your girlfriend now, I know. So yeah. um, how has that been for you to it live is, with her? It is definitely a learning curve, but it's not mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. time I've lived with a girlfriend. The first time I had a girlfriend, we had made it only been dating for like two months and we moved in and lived together for like seven, eight months. So that was a little early for me. This time I definitely, we, I mean, so the difference between the first relationship is I've only knew her for like two, two and a half months and we started dating like very fast. Like it was a very fast move relationship that boom, once we moved in, I'm not gonna lie, shit felt like hell. Cause I'm just like, I, I've never lived with somebody in my bed every single day. Every single day. Yep. I gotta see your ass. Everything. I come from, from work, also, you breathe in my air. <laughs> exactly. But the caveat of that was we were complete opposites. Like, I'm very friendly. I have a lot of friends. She really had no friends. She had like one female best friend who she herself was in her own toxic mm-hmm. relationship. So that's the only person she's getting advice from, either from her or from her mother. We even, no offense, her mother was in like a failed relationship. She's with like a whole stepdad and that was its own thing going on and no real relationship with the biological father. And so it was like, I'm dealing with somebody who is living the total opposite life of me. I'm living with them yeah. every day and she just felt like she had to do every single thing with me every day. But at least yeah, you are whole, her whole her I'm her world. Yeah. Like like when it shouldn't be like that. Like you should be your own individual person. Especially if you live together. together. Yeah, exactly. If you want to go to the library, you can do that by yourself. I do not have to do every single thing with you. <laughs> Same way if I want to go out with some friends, you do not have to come with me every single time I go. Just because that's just not how it should be. You should you should And I think naturally you should want, and this is why people are always like, you know who you are. I don't believe you have to be a full person before you get in a relationship, but I do believe you cannot take from another person. Like, don't take my energy from me. Don't take me from me. I think we evolve. And like you said, and and your girlfriend has her own life. She's an influencer, right? Yeah, so she's definitely trying to get to that space. She does TikTok, does you know, posts reels. So, so again, I'm I'm glad I'm dating somebody more that has their own sense of self. And again, you know, my mm-hmm. girl's very like lovable. She can make friends as easy as as easy as can be. Which again, like I said, with the problem with the first one, she just wasn't making friends. She didn't go out, didn't club, didn't party, didn't go anywhere. Even she didn't even have like a group of female friends to just go out and eat with. I, I do want to say though, as you get older, it's really hard to make new friends. Like sure. I haven't really made new friends. I've just reconnected with my college friends. Um, but, but that's like you. You may not have a lot of friends, but that one time we went to brunch, it was like twenty I, people there. I don't like, say I don't have any friends. I, I say like best. Like, you had the power to command twenty yeah. people to show up. Not that they have to be in your life, because then as adults, people take different paths in life as as adults. Like. Friends I was super yeah. cool with five years ago may not be super cool with now, but if they came in town tomorrow, we're just like we were five years ago. So again, in that brunch, those 20 people mm-hmm. showed up and it was all laughs. And But it's not like you're going to talk yeah. to those same 20 people tomorrow or 
<laughs> every yeah. single day. And I do talk to those people, actually. I still talk to all those people. But what I mean is I, it can be difficult to get, you know, out of your space once you're in your space, like especially for a person who like I have to take care of someone else and, and do all these other things. And so there's just there's just an added layer of like responsibility. But it is important for you to be a full person on your own and to be a full person on your own. You need to have friends. Friends are healthy, and but people keep forgetting is that friendships are relationships, and you have to nurture them. But I have, for me, this year, because I've had ups and downs with some friends that I, I know, and part of that I'm realizing is not because we're just sometimes we're in different spaces of our life, but also because some people want you to be a friend a certain way to them. I tell people straight up, I have a severe mental illness. Sometimes I'm going to fall off the face of the earth because it's really important to me to not lash out at my friends and people who love me when I'm going through stuff like that. So if you need a friend who's going to be there for you, 99, I'm like, I'm there for my friends all the time. But if you need somebody who's going to go to every single one of your events, talk to you all the time, that's not me because I'm going through things right now. And that's just how it is. You, you can't rely on me to be your only person that you're around either because, you know, I'm missing like that tight girl group, but I'm working on getting that back. But, you know. But that's what I feel like is the issue with how we deal with social life today is like we just it's like a disrespect to call somebody that we're cool with an acquaintance if they call us a friend. But like, that's really how life, like oh. there's a totem pole there. I got my best friends. I got my close friends. Mm-hmm. I got my cool friends. I got mm-hmm. my, I got my niggas, yeah, my homies <laughs> and I have my acquaintances and people I'm distant with and people I only go to the gym with or people I might only talk music with yeah. only talk sports with, but it's like, you're, you're, you're not all equal friends. Like you guys have your place yeah. on this totem pole where some I can see often. Some I may only tolerate you once in a blue moon, but it doesn't mean I'm... Oh, yeah. Those friends that you have to deal... Like, I tell my sister all the time, she's like, "Such uh, what about such and such? I'm like, I got to deal with that person when I'm in a real good mood. Because if I deal with them outside, like, am I just a regular general? And they're going to say some shit that I'm going to be like, look, I'm having a bad day and I'm going to go off. Like, some people you got to deal with, like, once every couple months because they always end up saying some shit that make you be like, all right, bitch, this is why I don't talk to you in the first place. You're like, this is why I don't talk with you for every couple you months. You ever got somebody say something, you ever start talking to somebody and then they say something to you and be, you'd be like, this is why I don't fucking talk to your ass now. My siblings do that. I swear to God, this is me like <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, yo, this is exactly why we do not invite you out like that. This is why nobody ah, fucking dang. likes you. I do that with my siblings a lot. And it's like, <laughs> and they're still my friend, but it's just like, this yeah, is just I can't be around you all the time. Is. These like, are the reasons we do not deal with you so often because exactly being drama all the time, like and oh, I hate fine. that shit. That's your life, but I do not want to be a part of your life that often. I don't mind if people. I have drama all the time, but I don't put it on other people. Like my, it's my you shit. Like my shit is my shit. Like I don't be, and if I feel like I can't control myself, and I'm gonna put, I just don't talk to people. I'll be like, listen, like New Year's Eve. I had a terrible 2021. I spent two nights in jail. There was a whole this shit, all these legal troubles I had to deal with. I had to take her another person and all these things. It was a terrible fucking year to me. So I straight up texted my sister and said, do not tell me happy new years because I'm pissed. I don't fucking like nobody. I'm trying to come in here and not touch shit. And there were some people who texted me on New Year's Eve 
and on Christmas. And I was just like, I didn't respond to them. And it was like, no disrespect to y'all, but I don't feel like fuck. And I feel like some of those people I didn't text felt a certain type of way about me not messaging them. And I even explained like a couple days later, I was like, yeah, I was going through some shit and never hear a response. And I was like, listen, it, I, you know, it wasn't personal against you. I just simply don't want to deal with people when I'm like that, because then I lash out on my friend and I don't want to do that. You know, you don't want to lash out on the people who care about you. So let's go back to you talking about living with, because I've, you know, I've never, I've had episodes where I talked about how I didn't want to live with a significant other just because I need my fucking space (laughs) until we're like engaged or something. And I have to deal with your ass. Tell me how, like, I know you said you live with someone before, but what kind of some of the hurdles and things that you've dealt with living with an individual and the good things too. Okay, so the hurdles, I'll just say in general, living with someone is is just finding the fine line of time because mm-hmm. uh, I've just always been, like, even though I've always had friends and all that and I'll hang with my friends, I very much value a lot of my own time I spend with myself for things I do, like play Xbox, whatever. Even if I'm just chilling on my phone, like, I just like my time to myself. Which again, obviously, that changes when your relationship. You got to share that a lot more. So that I would say is a hurdle, just because I I tread that mm-hmm. fine line a lot of like how much time I give myself versus my relationship, especially if I'm living with the person. Which again was a big one when I first mm-hmm. was living with somebody because I'm like I'm sharing like ninety percent of my time. Like things I was doing was like all shared. Like I could hop on. Remember when I was the first person first ex I was living with, it was like I could hop on my 2K game and she'd be like hey, can we watch a movie and blah blah and I'd be like, damn. Bitch, I just thought you all Yeah, you feel me? And I'm like Go in the other room, bitch. And that's what I'm saying, we didn't even have another room because oh, it was yeah, just a moment. So it's like we literally had You could be in the living room and I could be in the kitchen. And that's, but that but look, so, and the thing with that was I was living with my sister, so it wasn't like we just had mm that leeway but now we do so now yeah. i do have two tvs where hey my my girl might want to watch a show i may not be as interested in she'll watch her some of her episodes i'll play my game i'll come back after a couple hours or... how do you not have sex constantly because i feel like if i lived with any of my i would be consistently having sex and i would not get so, any work done like when so, Marshall, so my that, ex marshall was here yeah. he would he would spend most of the week with me we would have sex all the time like and then like there's this guy that I know who comes up, I see him every two fucking months. He stays for like 24 hours. We have sex. He feeds me. He leaves. I, it's, it's just like, how do you live with somebody and not constantly be breaking your back out? Okay. So with that, it, it all comes down to the person. Like I, I, I like, that's what I'll say with the first, with the difference of t- both those relationships, my first my ex that I lived with at first wasn't as sexual, which I'm not that much. I mean, you know me, I'm not that mm-hmm. sexual dude. Like I wasn't those dudes in middle school. Like, Oh my God, this girl, that girl, this girl, that girl. I'm horny. I'm horny. I just wasn't yeah. overly. But horny. I'm talking about somebody you're with that, that makes you horny. <laughs> For sure. But again, I mean, you got, you also got to factor in when you're living with somebody and all that. Like, yeah, it sounds cool. Like it's a cool idea. Like, I'm about to live with my significant other. We're going to fuck all the time. But it's like, you're not factoring in 
the times that you may not be mentally there all the time. Yeah, your down days, the days you guys argue, and the argument can last who knows how long. I, like, I'm big, you guys could fight I'm for a month straight and not really be fucking like y'all did, but y'all when y'all were perfect for like three months, like there, it's just not always up and dandy every day yeah. or all. Well, you know, I'm big on personal space because I like to shit in peace. And I think it's facts. I will be like hour. TMI. Yeah. I want to go into the bathroom. <laughs> Sometimes I'll bring my laptop and I'm just like, I'm going to sit on the fucking toilet and take a shit. And I don't feel like embarrassed if a significant other is near, but I simply don't want you in my space while I'm taking a shit. I know people who like, like if Facts. I have to take a shit, I cannot shit if my yes, girl comes in. Well, you like, know, you I eat ass, so I don't need to see my. <laughs> I don't need to see none of that. But it's like it's like okay, this is private because I know people, couples who like they'll be in the bathroom together, and I'm like, I don't want. I'm not embarrassed that I have to relieve myself, but I don't. First of all, my smell or something, but more importantly, I don't. Like, I feel like we can have separate lives living together. Like, I don't, you don't, you don't got to be in here. Like, if I'm about to piss myself, then yeah, exactly. I'll use the bathroom if you're taking a shower. But I'm not going to, I close the door. Like, I, I just feel like, like when I have men over here, like, I just, I want that sort of stuff. I don't need to know, like, you're taking a shit in the bathroom. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It, it's it's just such a fine line trying to balance that personal yeah. space because it's like you may have a significant other that wants that it might be a Monday and they might want all your time that day and you might get have your personal space. They may be like, "Damn, do they not fuck with me today? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, how are you de- going to deal with the lockdown? Because you guys recently moved in with each other. So how are you guys going to deal with the lockdown, being around each other all the time? I mean, just focusing on more things that we probably didn't before. Like it's almost like your hobbies. Like when that that that's what I would say spiked during a, the lockdown was like before we just spent so much time like obviously saying yes to all our friends if they wanted to hang or go doing things. But now it's like when you're just in your own space for the longest time, it's like now you can actually. It, there's no there's no excuse. Like it's like you can't go outside. Work on yeah. this fucking shit you said you were gonna work on six months ago. That's like my podcast. Yeah. Like I've been telling myself, hey, I'm gonna do a podcast. <laughs> but if I go into lockdown, I'm like, fuck it. I will pump out an episode every day if need be because I'm just I, look. I, it can get I, tiring. I'm gonna have the time. <laughs> it can get tiring, but it's gonna be like no excuse. Work on your fucking hobby. Like, you, well, you know, I started my podcast. I started the. I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, because I was start, I was going through a really bad breakup and I needed an outlet and my therapist, I, I just was like, I'm not, I don't want to keep this stuff in because it's so important that people know what he did and know what's going on. Um, and I need this for me and it has really turned into like, oh my God, this is an actual fucking podcast. <laughs> like I'm actually fucking talking to people and actually talking about shit. Yeah. That's not just my ex and my life. And it, it's, and that's why I named it. I have no idea what I'm doing because I'm just like, oh, I feel like other people don't know what the fuck they've got going on either. Like, you know, I think we're all just kind of floating around here, not sure what's going on half the fucking time. But, but I think we're going to, 
we're going to get through it somehow. And, you know, I'm excited. Like I, I mentioned like three times before I'm moving. <laughs> I'm excited as fuck because it's like, I'm sick of dealing with my current place and, and I need the extra room and things like that. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, well, I have, Oh, can you let me know how, so back on really quickly to kind of finish it up the talk about you living with someone. Cause I, again, I find this, topic so fascinating <laughs> um how do you guys resolve your arguments so that is also something we've been working on a lot more now which is like mm-hmm. our communication side of things that we probably just weren't as good at before like what we did like a couple weeks ago was like we actually um talked about our boundaries which like we just mistakenly just didn't do early on in the relationship. So we had like a lot of those issues throughout the relationship because we just never really like just blatantly said what our boundaries are. It was kind of like, Hey, hey, you don't fuck with this. Okay, cool. I get that now. Oh, you don't fuck with this. Okay. I get that now. But it was like like you're scared. You were initially scared to talk to her about your boundaries because you're just like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's just how people, I feel like people just think it's common sense for people to make boundaries. Like, yeah. I hate I hate the thinking that like women have where has different triggers. I hate this thinking some people that make it about some some don't. I hate this thinking that women have sometimes where we're like, I don't want a man to I don't want to tell a man what to do. That only works if you've already stated what you like and what you don't like. Now, if we're together for three years, I shouldn't have to tell you what side of the bed I like to sleep on. But if we're just starting to be together, yeah, I need to fucking tell you what I like. I want to sit with the door closed, you know? facts but that's what i'm saying you're not you're not talking to somebody and then you start dating you're like hey day one of dating uh don't come in when i'm shitting like you're not <laughs> you're just not saying that like it may not ha- it may happen like one time you're like okay i'm gonna let him slide having a second time i'll let it slide then the third fourth time you're like yo get the fuck out the like, map and they're like wait you never fucking told me why are you getting mad at me exactly. like so it's like a it's like a they find out the boundary versus like oh, okay, this is your boundary. Yeah, it's better to tell somebody because sometimes you don't actually know shit is a boundary until you're living with somebody and you're like, oh, I don't I don't like that. Like, I have a, a thing about like, like when guys would spend the night, it's like, don't like, I, uh, well, my ex was not super t- cuddly at night. So like that was his boundary, but he still found a way to kind of make me feel included at night, which was, he would always remind me to bring my silk pillowcase to his house. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm dealing with the crackers. Like, And that's what I say. My promise too, like cuddling, I, I've obviously everybody's done it plenty, but there'll be some times I'm just like in this period of this week or so, I'm just not as cuddly, but then, you know, I got to obviously integrate that because that is what she likes. You know, like yeah. I can't just, erase that because I'm not as cuddly. Like I have to find a compromise basically. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. How do you guys, and it's so much better by the way, to live with somebody in Arlington. Cause you guys live in Arlington, right? Yeah. Um, to live, mm-hmm. cause it's like half, like you cannot live by yourself here. It's so expensive. Like, ugh, 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 I just think of like, I just how expensive it is to live alone. Um, well, anyway, uh, Carla, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up and go to commercial. And when we come back, we will finish out with a mindfulness message. 
Hi, everybody. It's your host, McKinsey, and I'm here with this week's shameless plug. This week, we are plugging Terry's Taste. He is a chef, and you can find him on Instagram at Terry's Taste. Um, and his food looks phenomenal. Cannot wait to try some of it. He also has his own cookbook, which you can find on Amazon called Terry's Taste by Terrence Paisley. I'm sorry if I said your last name wrong. So go ahead, check him out on Amazon and check him out on Instagram. Now back to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to I Have No Idea What I'm Doing. And we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show with my wonderful guest host, Carlo. So for this week, um, my mindfulness message quote is, you will be wounded many times in your life. You'll make mistakes. Some people will call them failures, but I have learned that failure is really God's way of saying, excuse me, you're moving in the wrong direction. It's just an experience, just an experience. And that was said by Oprah Winfrey. And what I take from that quote is in my personal life with dealing with all the things I have to deal with, dealing with having to all these new hurdles I have to deal with, having to to make sure everyone in my home is fine now and, and, and just things like that, while still dealing with the pain of my ex and having this daily reminder of it. It's just, I'm going to be hurt by things. Um, I'm going to make mistakes along the way as I am a person hurting. Um, but I am taking these things. I'm not saying these things have to happen to make me as a better person. I hate that thinking, but I'm thinking of it. And as God is being like, listen, I'm, I know what you're going through. I know you're suffering. And I promise you that I'm going to give you something that's better than this. And that experience that you're experiencing, no matter what happens, the world is still going to spend. And as Marshall used to tell me, um, you are st- you're breathing and it's not always going to be this way. Go ahead, Carlo. I like that. I like that. So mine was a little shorter is when we get caught up in the busyness of the world, we lose connection with one another and ourselves. So kind of what I took from that was like, people do get busy, especially you're in your mid twenties. You're, you're just busy. Like, even though people say like, Oh, you make time. You make, it's like, just cause I can make time. Doesn't mean I want to make time or that even I can make time for all that. Like I still have to have a job at the end of the day. I got different things I got to do or different obligations and, you know, to my family or other people or even my girlfriend. That's like, we do essentially lose connection with other people or even ourselves. Like, it's like, how many times do you ask yourself in a day how you are versus how many times you ask other people how they are? How many times you check up on yourself versus how many times you're checking up on other people? Like, I feel like a lot of people just really disconnect with Mm -hmm. just being so busy that like, sometimes you really just forget that the main person you need to check up on is yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a wonderful point to make, especially in a time when we're all back in the house, soon to be mostly, and there's snow outside, so you really shouldn't be going nowhere. Um, take a moment to re- I don't even say reflect, but to be with yourself. And what do I need? And there is nothing wrong with being a selfish person when it comes to your mental health and your need to just be a whole person on your own. And then your ass won't end up in a situation where you live with Carlo Mm -hmm. and you (laughs) ask him to take your ass to the library. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Carlo, for joining me. And we hope to have you back soon. Um, I appreciate you and I'm happy to know you. 
Thank you. Okay. Appreciate you having me as well. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. <laughs> Don't no. hang up. Okay. I, so I'm going to, I'm going to edit this out. It'll probably be out tomorrow or the next day. I need a, still need a photo from you to put on the flyer thingy. And then I'll uh, gotcha. uh, follow you on my um, podcast page. All righty. All right. Now you can go. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right peace.